Hello, my name is Nathan. My name is Braxton. And this is the Capture Society. This is a podcast for all creatives, no matter what your passion or your skill set is. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and let's capture society. Welcome to episode four. We are so pumped. I mean, I, did you think we were going to get this far? Uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I did. I did. I did four is, I, you guys showed so much support leading up to it. I had no, no hesitation, but I, I want I, at minimum two seasons. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And honestly, like I, we haven't really talked about this, but I think we both were like the idea of a podcast wasn't between the two of us at first. I wanted to start one personally, and I think you were thinking about one. Well, I, I did a little bit. I did the monologues of a melancholy. I remember, that. and then I did behind the screens, of which I only did two episodes yeah. for each each series. You were so pumped about that, I know. But like, it was just so hard to just to create. I remember when myself. you would edit the monologues of a melancholy, yeah. and I said that name is so dope. It was dope. Yeah. Well, humble beginnings. Yeah. And the people did want more. I just never gave it to them. <laughs> yeah. People wanted more. Well, hey, so if you're watching right now, you'd see that we are repping some dope merch. What up? We got some oversized hoodies for that fall comfort because you know you need it. Uh, we got the vertical banner going on. Uh, funny story. How was, would you read it if you read it from top to bottom? I'll pick T-A-P-E-T-A. <laughs> you did that way too well. Because that's the first thing that I thought when I designed <laughs> it. Because I was like, that's what I try to think. I'm like, if someone was to read this wrong. How would they read it? How that's do you that's re- how it would be. How do you read it? I'm at Recapture Society because I know. Well, duh. It's Capture Society. Fun but I would say... You did it so well. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have to admit, I love designing logos, but I... I didn't design the logo for the podcast. I definitely designed the logo to be like a merch brand. Like I, mean, I looks dope. We, I lit, one of the selling factors on Capture Society was that they both had the same amount of letters. So I could do just that. Like when I, when I did, I was like, oh, I saw it. I was like vertical banner. So the point is we have merch. We have merch. Hey. Okay. So we'll, we'll transition here. We are currently in the process of like setting up a, a, a merch site. Maybe by the time this episode airs, it will be up and you will have noticed that. So if it is, disregard what I'm about to say. We're still trying to figure out the whole <sighs> logistics behind it. I don't want to have 200 hoodies sitting in my closet that I yeah. have to take to the trunk. And also creating merch is very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. What we're going to have on this merch site is the basics. We're going to have the white hoodie with the blue vertical banner. We'll have some sort of hat option, uh, a sticker and a coffee mug. But we do intend on doing some like fun limited edition runs. Maybe I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but if we do that, it'll be very, it'll be like, you have to, you have to, you'll want to jump on it. You have to agree to buying where if, if 25 people say I want one and we buy 25, well, the 26th person is not going to get one. Unfortunately. So we'll have these set up hopefully as like a baseline that you can always order. Um, and then, yeah. So, but if you were in the last episode, you'd know that we had someone support us. Sh- shout out to Braden Pitts. Yeah. Thank you, Braden, for supporting us. A second shout out. A what second up? shout out. I mean, hey. But support us. You might you get two shout outs. support us, <laughs> buy some merch. It buy looks cool. Merch, yeah. it, it looks cool. So we've been asking you in our episodes to send in a question. And wouldn't you know, someone sent a question. This one comes from my friends down in Odessa, Texas. Odessa. It was a good one. It was a good time down there. You had to be there. I'm just sorry. 
Uh, right, but you can be there next to Southwest Conference. Yeah, you need honestly, if y'all don't know what Southwest Youth Conference you need to is, get you need on to it. go to Southwest Youth mm-hmm. Conference. So Mark has a really cool business. He owns a radiator shop. They down there, all the oil rigs, like I mean, the radiators are the size of cars. And so I was down there hanging out with him, and he's just super cool guy, great family. Anyway, he sent in a really good question. He entitled it entrepreneurship. He said, I would love to hear a discussion on churches having classes that would grow more entrepreneurs within their own church. I think hyphen age young adults who struggle on what they want for a career would love to hear from leadership on how they can be successful molding their own careers and trades. Just a thought. Interesting fact. Currently, our like the the majority of our age group is that hyphen age. Yeah. And if you don't know what hyphen is, hyphen is the it's it, college and career. It's a college and career because we are we're in between that world of we're coming out of high school, maybe you're not married yet. So it's it's a hyphen. It's it's in between something. It's interesting how my career is college. Yes. So, really <laughs> that is funny. Your your career <laughs> college and career working in a college. Your career is is college. As a college and career age man, your career is in college. Yes. Interesting. Mm. So this is a really good question. We we have three points that we want to talk on. Mm-hmm. Uh the first one that I I think comes to mind is this podcast likes to touch on the why. So like why would we want to do this? And what I think of is it it opens up an opportunity for apostolics to have more to give to the church, more than a financial blessing. Mm-hmm. Um the, the easiest way I can answer this, all my family, my grandfather, my dad had technical experience in construction and my dad's a pastor. My grandfather, you know, was so close to the pastors that he served that any problems that arose, you didn't have to go spend hundreds of dollars to get a consultation from a construction crew to figure out what was wrong. No, like my grandfather just went and fixed it. So I think the cool thing in a creative world or, or other entrepreneurships is that it it gives the opportunity for us as saints of the church, members of a church to just help the church and give back to the church. What would, what, what comes to mind when you think about so it? So it's interesting that that's your point of view, because my point of view is actually the opposite side of that coin. It's the same thing, but it's just the opposite side. So as Braxton makes a very good point, as they are serving the church because of the, because of the entrepreneurship, I believe that if churches were to start hosting classes to equip entrepreneurs to execute with classes, right? Classes. So I believe that if the church were to start giving classes to equip entrepreneurs to experience success, I believe that that also in turn helps the community. And I'll, and I'll tell you why the word is worldview. You see, when you are raised in church, you see the world through the church lens. When you go to a Christian school, you are taught English through a Christian worldview. You are taught math through a Christian worldview. It's funny because I think in some ways we already see the benefits of this, things that you probably aren't even thinking about. Music, right? Some churches have schools. Some churches offer uh, programs for like AAA or different things. Like there are things that exist in our churches that are not churchy, that we give to the community because someone in that church has the opportunity or has the knowledge or the skill set. So I really like what you're saying. It, it, it gives it gives us something to give back. Well, think about our story. We I literally remember thinking I'm going to have to go to the world 
to become a professional at my craft so that I can then bring that back to the kingdom. Now imagine if that wouldn't, wasn't ever going to be a problem. Imagine if, if I could take a production class from a UPCI production genius, a, a master at their craft, mm-hmm. and I could learn everything that I need to know in house. I would have never had to have like, there's so many like workflow things that I've just gotten used to that are very much so of the world. I, I think it's funny you mentioned this because I'm not going to say every origin story. It's so shocking to me in an unshocking way, because I'm not surprised, but it, it always shocks me when I see it, that there are a lot of singers or popular people, right, that have an, a, an origin that traces back to church, right? You, you listen to this popular artist and they're like, yep, I, I grew up singing and I sang with my mom on Sundays and I helped the choir out or I did this, this, and this. So I think our last point coming out of this question is I think it's important that entrepreneurship be taught in our churches so that we don't have to go out and get taught from secular minded people that have their own worldview that doesn't line up with church that doesn't line up with what we believe in, but we can do that. I think it's high time for the church to start equipping and setting the standard. We've already seen a surge of apostolic artists. We're doing it. We are. We're in the process of doing it. Um, Apostolic production. I know uh, we've got friend Shannon Chance. He's out. He's got his own production company, Mm -hmm. which is just incredible. 20 of the 29 songs sang at General Conference this year were original to our our artists. Think about a couple years ago. That could have never happened. No. And and they were dreaming of it. And now look at it. You've got artists releasing. I mean, there's like a live recording every day, I feel like. And and I do believe believe that those are facets that serve the church, but I do, I do see the value in, in the sense of entrepreneurship, that it is time for the church to step up in the production of entrepreneurs to help serve the Just community. Just because it's ministry doesn't mean it can't be a job or a career. I mean, I think we're perfect examples of that. Yeah. We both have given equal amounts to the church and we've given equal amounts to our, our passion and our energy, but I think God blesses that. I think yeah. God wants that. Um, and God looks for that. So three really good points. I think our, our view might be a little differently because we're not entrepreneurs, right? We're creatives, but that is an entrepreneurship. But I, you know, whether you're looking to be a banker or whether you're looking to be in architecture, I think it's important. And I think it's a valid, really good question that was was given. So thank you for submitting the question. Thank you so much, Mark. And please, if you have questions, send them in. We want to talk about it. Yes. And uh, so- we're going to wrap up here. We have a final question. What, what, are you, what are you going to ask me, Nate? The question is, what made you pick Apple? That's a good question. Honestly, it's there the, the, from the very beginning. And it's not so much now. <laughs> I hated how their touchscreens felt, the Androids. When oh, they yeah. first came out, they were, what was that? Uh, it wasn't, it was a different response. So like the iPhone, I just felt like when I rolled my finger, it just, it worked. Um, but now, Androids are so good. For me, it's just the compatibility between iPad, Mac, and my iPhone. So I came from Android. I adored my Android. I could do anything and everything that the Apples couldn't do. They're like, oh, I have to jailbreak it. And I was like, that's pathetic. I've never had to jailbreak my device. If I want to do a Game Boy emulator on my phone, I can. And there was just like, I was just dead set on Android because for me, it was just so clearly better. Like, yeah, it had some wonky glitches, but I really enjoyed my Android experience. Um, but then, you know, I'm very, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm incredibly hard on my devices. I mean, you can see right now, I don't have a, I don't have a case on this. That's the norm for me. 
uh, you know, stuff breaks, you know, use springs about wear, tear and rust. So why delay it? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, my Android broke and I needed a new phone and I had a buddy of mine who was like, oh, well, I'm selling my literally out the box, never been opened brand new iPhone X. He sold it to me for 400 bucks. That's a steal. That's a steal of a deal. So I was like, I'd be stupid to turn it down. So at that moment, I switched to Apple and You've I didn't it ever since I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but there were so many things that I was like, I was missing about my Android. But then that was before I had ever worked professionally as a creative. Yeah. But then once I started to do that, I've, I've noticed that the strength in Apple comes when there's an orchard, when there's a ton of apples around you, you sell that all Steve. of a sudden I should, that was brilliant <laughs> marketing, marketing. Um, but when there's a lot of apples around, it That's makes so much sense because everyone can like an airdrop to each other. Oh, yeah. It's just everything's so well connected. Seamless. This by itself, you know, it's it's a good phone, but I, I would prefer Android. Yeah. But when you're in an office doing creative work with a whole bunch of people that are using Apple, it just makes sense. And so you got to love the blue bubbles and the group text. If you have a green bubble, I'm sorry. It is kind of like a social thing now. It it's is. like, if you have a green bubble, it's just kind of like, yeah, you're kind of inferior, which is unfortunate, but, yeah. and it's not true. You're not yeah. actually inferior. Well, if you have a green bubble, we still love you. Thank we still you. love you. Thank you for joining the podcast. Yes. Um, hopefully you're still getting everything out of it that all the Apple users are getting out yes. of the podcast. Make but, sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and if you're watching, IGTV. Yep. And email us, like we said, and grab some merch. Grab it some merch. Good. Thanks for joining, guys. See you later. See you.